And so often I see like strategists and coach just like working with anybody who come to them and assuring them that they can do X, Y, and Z. And here's the thing. There's no assurances in podcasting. Cash rolls everything around me. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Hip hop, hip hop. I'm just playing some homage to my t-shirt. So for those who are listening on the podcast and not watching on the YouTube, I have a t-shirt that says cream. And if you are too young to know what that means, you know, it is what it is. I'm okay with that. I'm getting older. But welcome back, guys. As you know, my name is Anna. And if you don't know, my name is Anna Gogo, founder of Black Pod Collective, Black Pod Festival, and Adode Media, your full-service podcast production agency with an accompanying studio in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm super excited to be back for another episode on the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours and the uh, uh. in my mind I I'm a rapper I don't care what anybody says I'm okay with that but this week's episode I am actually talking about something that some people might actually consider to be a little taboo I took notes so that this way I don't go too far off the deep end so if you're watching video yes I'm in my phone I'm doing the thing I tell my audience and my clients not to do all the time don't do what I do do better than me but yes I will have my phone out because the fact that I want to make sure I one don't ruffle too many feathers two I really stay on topic to what I'm trying to touch on and that's around everybody who has a podcast is not a podcast strategist is not a podcast coach I know that's wild because coming from me who I didn't work traditionally in this space and trust me when I say this is not me gatekeeping or saying that nobody you know other people can't do it but this is me really talking through the fact that we want to think more about what we're deciding to do and who we're deciding to work with before we just kind of jump into that arena. I know a lot of super amazing producers, strategists and coach and so this is not me saying that I'm opposed to that but I've seen people who I've coached them on their podcast literally take the content word for word what I've taught them and repurpose that into their own course and I always ask this question like is that something I should be offended by granted I look at it as I'm a trailblazer I'm over here leading the way so that this way other people can do the same but at some point you have to ask yourself is it learning from you or is it stealing and so let's just kind of break this down real quick How I define somebody who is qualified or capable of being a strategist or being a coach in the podcasting realm is someone who's been able to replicate this beyond their own show. Someone who's been able to replicate it across different arenas. Let me explain to you what I mean by that. I could not coach you on how to create a successful community. Yes, I created Black Pod Collective. However, I don't think what I did is replicable, is replicated or can be replicated. You know, I'm learning that there are certain words I don't know, which I'm a little surprised by. So I really think I need to start like reading more and not just listening to podcasts because it's getting concerning. But anyway, it can't be replicated. Is that the word I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think so. It can't be replicated. And the reason I say that is Black Pod Collective took off the way it did because Instagram was very different back then. If I tried to build the same exact platform utilizing Instagram again, it wouldn't take off in the same capacity. I mean, look at Adode Media. I think we have about 1,400 or 1,500 followers, and it's been about a year and a half. Black Pod Collective in that same period of time probably had 6,000. 
And so that's just to give you a little bit of context around like how social media differs. So I created this organization on social media as a simple Instagram page, and it literally took off. If I tried to teach you on how to do that, Instagram is drastically different. How I was able to utilize Instagram then versus what I need to do now different process. So imagine coming to me saying, hey, I want to create a community. And can you teach me what you did utilizing your community, like how you built it? And then I'm teaching you outdated concepts, outdated analogies, outdated avenues. And some of those things don't even exist anymore. So a big thing that I want people to realize is when you are reaching out to work with someone, make sure they have a strategy that is can be replicated, not just something that worked for them, their brand, their platform, but can this be put into a product and utilized and have the same results? The other piece to that is so many people utilize their own podcast as the avenue for proof of concept to be able to say, you know, I did this for my show, so I in turn can do this for you. Here's another thing with that. Everybody's show is different. Your audience is different. They respond very differently. And here's a big thing to remember. Audiences are tuned in for the talent, not just what you talk about, because guess what? Everything under the sun is discussed on a podcast. There's nothing that is net new or original. Somebody is always talking about something. Somebody else talks about podcasting space, but they're not going to have the same experiences as me. So I assume that that's why you guys come in from week to week to listen to my unique experiences. This is important because people who are creating strategies who are saying, oh, I did this and I have all these thousands of downloads from my show. Well, you're not them. So you can't utilize the same exact avenues and expect for it to take off. And I've seen this time and time again to where people have taken other people's courses and they've been charged tens of thousands of dollars. And then they come to me saying, I don't actually know what to do still. I'm still uncertain what needs to go into actually building this podcast. And then they don't actually have the funds to pay me to actually do the work. So you paid all these thousands of dollars for somebody to coach you on how to do something and then walked away with still not actually knowing how and then having to seek that resource. So I want more people to recognize that everybody who has a podcast should not be your podcast coach, should not be your podcast strategist. Another element to this is understanding that Strategy means that you're able to kind of analyze the data, analyze the concept, look at the trends, look at the industry, look at your competitor market and kind of break down like what you're seeing happening in the space. So me as a strategist, as a service provider, as a producer, As I produce somebody's show, there's a few different elements that I think through. One of those things is the talent. Like, does this talent actually have the je ne sais quoi needed to actually pull an audience in? And this also has a lot to do with when I decide to take on a show or not. Like... I don't just work with anyone to say, oh, I'll help produce your show. I don't just work with anyone to say, oh, you know... I'll help you develop some form of strategy around your show. But no, everybody does not have, you know, the ability to just work with me because here's my thing. If I'm not saying I don't think you have a good concept or a good show, but if I don't think that you're able to resonate with an audience, I don't want to sell you a dream. Like I'm not in the business of just taking people's money. I actually want to make sure you see the results. And so when I think through like what makes that like necessary, I have to look at your target audience. I have to look at 
your value proposition. Like what makes you stand out from the rest of the people in your niche? I have to look at your business. I have to look at all the elements to actually make an informed decision to see if that's something I can do. And so often I see like strategist and coach, just like working with anybody who comes to them and assuring them that they can do X, Y, and Z. And here's the thing. There's no assurances in podcasting. All I can do is analyze data and give you what I think is the best practice. And it may take three months. It may take six months. It may even take longer. But this is why you have to work with people who've actually done it for beyond their own shows. They've done it on a smaller capacity. Now, I don't like to be doom and gloom, and I don't like to be one of those people who's just like, and and just don't work with anybody, because guess what? If that were the case, I would not have gotten to where I'm at now. People took a risk on me, but people didn't take a risk on me just for the heck of it. I worked with people for free at one point. Like, let me make sure I'm clear. I worked with people for $50 an hour to consult with them. I started off at a very, very low entry point. I started off working with members of Black Pod Collective, creating strategy for them, talking to them, working through like their different analysis, doing research. Before I started saying it's thousands of dollars to work with me, I started off at a very low point of free. So that this way I can see if these concepts and these ideations that I had, if they actually made sense. And I see so many people missing and skipping that step. A lot of people are jumping right into, I have a successful podcast that gets thousands of downloads. So with that in mind, I'm now coaching. I now have a coaching program where I'll coach you on how to start a podcast, build it. Here's the thing. Please, for the love of God, stop paying for people to coach you on how to start a podcast. Starting a podcast is literally the easiest element of podcasting. It's the discoverability, marketing, growth elements that take so much more. I'm sure if you look at my own podcast, if you've gone to my YouTube channel, I don't get a lot of views and I'm okay with that because that's not the premise of this podcast. I probably get anywhere from 20 views per episode. My reels are probably a little bit over a thousand though, or my shorts, should I say, on YouTube, but on Instagram as well as TikTok and all of these other platforms that I repurpose this content for, it literally grows. It is used as a content generator because that's what matters to me more than anything else. And so that's why I tell people, what is the premise and the purpose for your show? So everybody doesn't have the same purpose. I'm not looking for thousands of downloads so that this way I can get sponsors, which let me say this again. If you're a podcast production or company looking to work with us, please do know I will work with you. But it's just keeping these things in mind that when you're looking to work with individuals who call themselves a podcast coach, a podcast strategist, make sure you're looking at can their strategies be replicated, asking pertinent questions, because I know so many people who are even members of the collective who have been burned who have worked with people who don't have their best interest at heart, who have worked with people who really didn't help them. And they paid thousands and thousands of dollars. And so my best thing to you is ask these questions. Who are some people that you've worked with that I can talk to? Yes, I said it. Talk to. I can give you clients right now who you could call and they would tell you the experience of working with me. And all of them will probably say the same thing is that I'm hard as hell on you, but I'm going to make sure you do well. And so who are people that you can actually talk to? Who are people you can actually go and see their work? Not just what they put on social, but what they're still doing. And who are people that you can actually go and listen to the concepts and those type of details and see their growth? More and more people need to be asking for case studies. 
And so a case study is this is where they were when you first started working with them. And this is where they got to over time. This is what it entailed. Here were the processes. Here are the implementations of what you put in place. So I really want to see our community stop getting burnt by so-called podcast strategies. I've seen it so many times on social media where it's the newest people who have podcasts who talk about very salacious comments, which that within itself is a strategy. You talk about enough salacious things, guess what's going to happen? It's going to blow up. You're going to be on the shade room and all of these things. Well, guess what? If you're not having a podcast where you plan on talking about salacious things or having celebrities and those type of things, it makes a difference. Because of the fact that I want to make sure I stay on track. Another thing is, as I talked about with Black Pod Collective, 2019 versus 2023 are drastically different. And so I couldn't train you on that process because it's a different strategy that would be needed. Another thing is access matters. Oh, goodness. So this might be where I end this one because access makes a big difference. And what I mean by access is who a person knows makes a difference in their podcast success. I know someone who for the longest had connections at Apple or different platforms. And so they were always featured in New and Noteworthy. And so then they started training people and telling them that, hey, I'm a coach and I can teach you how to be featured on New and Noteworthy. And then that was not the case. For some people, it was because of the fact that they had access and connections. So who people have access to makes a difference. I say it all the time. I've been blessed to build an amazing network within the podcast space who serve as a go-to resource to advise me and guide me. I can't teach you that because I can't just give you the same access I have. I know some people who would be like, well, girl, just introduce me to such and such. I can't do that. Like that's that that's not how networking works. You have to build your own network for yourself as well. And so that's the same notion is that when we are looking at those who are podcast strategists and my experience thus far is I have so many clients who come to me from these so-called coaches and strategists and I even have people who used to be my clients who are now coaching and doing strategy and their people come to me. And I always find it fascinating that people are not doing their own research to understand the details behind it. And I get it. Podcasting is this gold mine right now. So everybody wants to kind of like get in on it, but make sure you're not getting got because I don't do coaching. You'll notice I'm a service provider. We deliver a product to you. We deliver a space to you. Can I coach you? Possibly. I produce, meaning I'm focused on your production details. I'm focused on the opportunities. I'm focused on the stories that you're telling and what's going on in your specific niche. But I do not coach. That's because I don't really believe people should just spend all this money and not see anything in return. Like I've never hired a coach. Let me be clear. And I, it's not that I don't believe in coaching. It's just I don't this concept of giving thousands of dollars and you're not doing something. And I get it. You know, this day and age is like, but pay me for my knowledge. That's great. But I'm not there. I'm not at a space where I want to just pay for knowledge. I want to actually like see you implement what you say you can do. And that's the thing. And so. I just want more people to be cognizant when you are reaching out to people because I keep seeing it time and time again where the the podcast industry is kind of turning into a big scam. 
where independent creators and independent service providers are promising people thousands of downloads and they're not delivering on that. And I feel bad for people when they come into the studio with these horror stories. So that's why I just wanted to talk about that today of like everybody who has a podcast is not a podcast strategist. And if you're hiring a podcast coach, make sure you're doing your due diligence to understand what they offer, what is it replicable? You know what I mean. I want to make sure I like went through my full list, but just make sure that you're not trying to emulate somebody else and you're creating from a genuine space. It's okay if it takes a long time. Understand your niche. Like I know someone who she just hit her 100th episode and she's at 15,000 downloads. So some people, that's not a lot. But guess what? Her podcast does really well for her and her business to showcase her work. And so let's remember the premise behind having a podcast. If it's just to connect with friends, you do not need a coach. Just connect with your friends in peace. If it's to brand and have content for your business, just create that content and release it for your business. But this need and notion to like be a millionaire from podcasting, I really want us to let that go and not be in the chokehold because I bet you those who've hit that type of success, they didn't start off with that. I didn't start off thinking I was going to have a studio. Did I want one? Yes. But more for selfish reasons, I didn't think I was going to run it. I thought like, oh, I have a studio like, you know, this one room in my house that I turn into this like whole thing. But this success has not come from me like chasing money. I chase service and how I can be better for our community. And that's what I want more people to do. Figure out how you can show up for your community and your audience. And I bet you the audience will continue to show up with for you. You can hire someone to help guide you who might be in the same niche as you, but don't put all your eggs into that. And if somebody's charging you five, six, ten thousand $10,000, really do your research. I'm really getting concerned about how many people are getting scammed. But I know this is not my typical, you know, fun episode, but I just wanted to make sure I touched on this because I'm starting to see just this new trend in the industry of independent creators where so many coaches are really, really taking advantage of people's desire to build wealth. And so I hope you found this helpful. And keep in mind, this is an audio video based podcast. So make sure you head over to YouTube to see my trapping out as well as, you know, leave a review on Apple, shoot an email. The details are in the show notes because I would love to hear what you'd like to hear from me. Don't forget the podcast trapper is my experience in the podcast space and me just kind of sharing a little bit more about myself. I hope you guys found this information helpful. And until next week, you guys have a good one. 